Well, what's going on, guys? This is the Cloud9 Podcast, Season 4, Episode 1. We are going to be talking all things LCS. As you guys already know, we had split the Cloud9 Podcast into two segments. One for the LEC and one for the LCS, actually. So tonight, it is all things LCS, starting with TSM news, because TSM just can't stay out of the conversation. They have been more in the conversation in these last two weeks than probably any other team. Whether that's a good or bad thing depends on how you look at that. So, you know. Uh, yeah, I was going to make a joke saying they're in the news more than uh, the amount of times MSK has dated a girl, That, but that would give him way too much credit. But that means we all know it's zero. I've dated so many girls, honestly, like at this point, uh, you know, like, huh, my friend can confirm these things. Yeah, I, yeah, I've you you want me to repeat his story he told on stream yesterday? Like, he was fuck. just fucking with you guys. He was obviously joking, you know, uh, like, I know how to okay. use my fingers to make girls just blow their yeah, load, honestly. Okay. You, know, uh, uh, you know, I'm less surprised about that because, I mean, that, that, that was the obvious. I'm just more surprised that you're just like, what, wait 30 minutes to need to finish this game of league. <laughs> I was in my bronze uh, four promos. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? It, you know, if there was at least like challenger or something. Oh, challenger. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking bronze. Just fuck off. Give up. Just give up. <laughs> yeah. Like back in the day, I was challenger back in the day. You know, but when I was in my oh, prime won. for League of Legends, you know, when I was you in my like prime, fucking gold max. Shut up! <laughs> I was literally peaking like cha- like low challenger to like top ten in the region. Like, what are you talking about? Actually, what do you mean? Uh huh. Can you show me some uh, stats? Oh, your account. I can show you TSM's track record of League of Legends championships in this uh, region. Hmm. Hmm. That's yeah. the thing. That I've learned about um, covering anything regarding LCS is people are so um, not even negative. They're just all over the place. There's no concrete way that people actually look at things, you know, when it comes to like LCS. And then yeah. the other thing that ended up happening was a freak called Fudge an idiot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, was it ironic or unironic? Because I guess, see, I mean... this is the thing. And then, um, you know how the LCS broadcast has been doing the whole like adding a player in to add in three people because yeah. people like the tricast. Yeah, yeah, he, he wasn't on there with him. <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, they announced that Fudge is going to be joining Captain yeah, Flowers like, and Isaiah. Where's Freak? Yeah. Okay, so was that on? I I don't know what incident you're talking about where he called him an idiot. I don't. It was when he um he tried to fight Licorice when he was playing Sidwani. And Fludge was on Kale, and he thought he could win, and then he called him an idiot. I'm pretty sure that that's the part of the game. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, you don't do that as a caster. That's uh, uh, even if you're being joking that, it, uh, which I don't know if he was or not, but you do not do that. But also, I mean, yeah, Fudge was literally dick and licorice. It's just he literally lost his brain and just gave him like four kills. I thought it was for- pretty even for both. Yeah, of them, he just actually. gave him like four kills for free for no reason, even though he was like dicking him in lane as an early game fucking Kale. And then yeah. you know later, and then later stomped him as his team. So I don't know what happened with him losing his brain with those four deaths there, <laughs> and especially the first one early on, like him just walking forward. But I mean, if it wasn't for that, God, it would have been like fucking twenty and zero against Lakers. Would have just kicked him out of LCS. Yeah. Fuck, that was gross. If it wasn't for that, 
So Jesus Christ. my thing here with that is like, you know, Freak has been pretty much on the fence with flaming in a teams for like a while at this point, he's been like on this teeter of like going like insanely harsh on them in terms of like macro decisions, um, uh, ma- uh, dragon setups, dives, laning phases, everything like freak has been on that mm-hmm. level of like almost going too far. And he, you have to know the riot, uh, LCS, people that involved with the lcs they definitely talked like hey you can't be doing that like yeah you know there were times where i was like that's like when he raged out on dignitas for like not being in their base while they were like clearing minions at one time and then raged out on like clg i'm like yeah that like those two times i'm like okay sure (laughs) but then he he did it too much he did it too much after that and i mean yeah freak yeah it's hard to tell if he's being ironic or unironic I, i did love uh, I give him all the credit for that one time where he absolutely baited Carlos and got him triggered. <laughs> he like the said said the most ironic, sarcastic shit ever about mm-hmm. EU versus NA and Carlos like fucking bit because now he has like the IQ of like dirty and all he knows how to do is poach players and you know do some <laughs> Mexican cartel work. Didn't understand the sarcasm and he fucking trolled the living shit out of him in like a fifty mm-hmm. tweet thread. It was hilarious. Like people can freak a hard time, man, but I I've never really had an issue with the guy, honestly. Like I thought he's he like yeah. you gotta have those kind of personalities on the desk, otherwise everyone's yeah. just gonna come I mean, off. The he same. isn't perfect. He has his bad moments. Like uh, yeah, like, like what's his name? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like like uh, fucking who was the uh, crumbs? Like yeah, he has has his bad moments, but I mean, crumbs still- was absurdly. Not good. I don't know. Yeah, well, why as an, they allowed as that an analyst and everything, he wasn't. But I mean, just as a person and whatnot, he had his bad moments as well. But I'm not going to take that out on him and as a person. But you know, same thing with Freak. You know, whatever he's. No, no, not not, not as a person. I I was never. I was never a dude for crumbs. I was like, this guy is. Just yeah, he has. The, yeah, he has like the odd, you know, good take where you're like, okay, maybe there's some hope. And, well. He brought something new to the table, like early along, early on in like 2018 and stuff. I'm like, okay, he, and he had the all good takes or that people didn't bring up enough. Uh, so you know, just like even though Emily was extremely biased when she first came in, she didn't tone that down. Now it's been awesome in my opinion, but she mm-hmm. brought something new as well that people, other analysts, didn't bring up. Same thing with High. So I'm like, okay, so I didn't mm-hmm. find him then, but you know, he's just he, he's not good. He doesn't know like anything. <laughs> About all that shit, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, I mean, just as a person, though, just like Freak has his bad moments, but you know, still, but uh, yeah, that's kind of like the LCS in general, though, with personality. Like, seriously, one day, like someone like Double It will, you know, bit, uh, like you know, get do, you know, have like a hopeful, you know, take on something like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, uh, CLG looking good, you know. I really like the LCS how they're going right now. Cloud uh, mm-hmm. nine with LS, and then it's like literally fucking like less than a day later, he'll just randomly be like, "Yeah, man, there's just no hope for LCS. Just fucking shit show." Like, I, I, I yeah, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't make it out of groups. Just right, trying my hardest. Just everybody might as well retire. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's like it's always <laughs> that like. It, seriously, it's always it's like they everybody in LCS has like bipolar disorder or something. It's like it's always one extreme like sucking them off or one extreme just fucking flaming them with LCS personalities and analysts and everything. Yeah, I do not get it. So, 
my thing when it comes to like the broadcast is you need people like him, but if he can't be going that far, you know. And uh, I, I know a lot of people were praising Dokla on summoning insight, you know, for going over like draft and picks and bands and preparation. And like, I know people have, you know, given the casters shit for not going more in depth into that, but they really can't because of time constraints. When you're in pick and ban, you have to just pretty much just give the general surface level of what average viewers can understand. So you can just get through those phases, you know, like when you're on any given patch actually you can kind of tell which teams are going to pick what give or take what players you know they actually have on their roster and if you've been on a patch for a given period of time for any given period of watching league of legends between lcs lec lpl you know like you can tell like which team is going to take what like well on this phase they're probably going to take you know not right now will be like you take sejuani first in your top lane and then you fucking pick like trundle then the next phase the other person takes zeri mm -hmm. then the next phase you take this and because they ban out this champion then you can't get that champion and if you take this power pick you don't get that power pick it's i actually love draft conversations they're actually really really interesting but the only issue that i always always run into is everyone always flames draft it's like always Coming down to draft, I've seen LPL teams get shit drafts, actually. Really shit drafts. Some of those LPL teams still manage to win games because it's all based on how you actually play the game. You know, it's all based around that, you know. But, you know, that's just me personally. I, I think people just overflame the draft so hard. I mean, mm -hmm. like, there are some drafts that are unplayable, but it's like, dude, uh, you know. Well, yeah, it's like the, the one draft, like, when Cloud9 was facing Immortals, again, it really wasn't good at all. It's pretty bad, but I mean, that wasn't why they lost the game, though. That wasn't why they lost at all, actually. Mm -hmm. Contrary. <laughs> uh, hi, Warren. How are you doing? Are you alive tonight? Um, I think Freak is fine. I just think NA is soft. I've watched Mazelle, that dude. Mazelle. Uh, huh? I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, no, no. no for, uh, in, uh, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, he rips on people bad. Like, yeah. Like, he ripped on, and he has every right, like, because he analyzes the draft. NA is soft, man. Like, I'm sorry to say, like, even, even, even LEC, I've seen players get on the desk and, you know, they might slip a curse, but they literally Warren, say. You're coming a little too quiet. I'm going to turn something up a little bit. Uh, Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's better. Yeah, just. You're you're coming just a little too low. I could hear you actually. Oh, what about now? Yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so even LEC like Gilius was like BDS is bad. Like he like people <laughs> you need you need people like this and you can't be soft because mm -hmm. when you go to international events, what you want to get a pat on the back and say, hey, you you did you did a good job losing in 15 minutes, guys. <laughs> way to go, way to go. How how does that sound? Like, think about that. Yeah, yeah, congrats. You lost in literally five minutes when you stepped onto the rift. Oh, guys, you know what? You want, you lost a game in 16. Not in 15, 16. One minute better. Like, I remember I remember when FlyQuest faced Top Esports for the first match of the main group stage at Worlds 2020. FlyQuest literally lost one minute into the game. They actually lost a minute into the game. And yeah, because Solo like, was inting. And then people were like, you know, we did last 20 minutes in the game, but Power People and Ignor had some good team fights. They lost literally a minute walking onto the rift. It was actually one of they the funniest games ever seen. They, they walked on the stage. That's when they lost. 
F Solo got solo killed in like a minute and like 20 seconds. I was like, oh my god. All right, well, I guess we just go home now. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, it's almost like that team was bad and shouldn't have gone to Worlds if it wasn't for, uh, you know, Cloud9's amazing Yumi draft. Good god. I love those Yumi drafts, actually. But, all right. Let's go over the LCS 2022 Spring Split Week 5. So, we're going to go over the standings in a little bit for you guys. But we have to talk about all of the recent news that came up. So, the news that ended up coming up was centered on TSM. So, let's talk, talk about TSM first because they're going to be a big central talking point of this episode right now because a lot of the news does center around them, actually. So... As we know, and as I even called this in the last podcast that we did for the LCS, I even specifically said if Soul if Soul doesn't perform very well within these games, they're gonna replace him with Solo. Well, I well, literally said that. MSK, every person on the planet called that. But I wanted was, to make sure I, I said that. It was extremely obvious. Now, yeah. Again, it not no hate on Soul. He was shoved in. Of course, they're gonna do that, especially picking up Solo. But I mean. Mm -hmm. I will say, like, despite being on that trash TSM team at LCS and Academy, like, have nothing to work with and, you know, just being, you know, being more new to the scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it was going to play bad this year. Uh, yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, look bad, but there are things that I actually like from his game where I'm like, okay, I... there's, there's some potential here. But I, I think, again, when I say that stuff, usually these players don't end up being anything because it's lcs it's just a shit show of like talent that's like doesn't really turn out but i'm mm -hmm. just saying there's something here that you can maybe you know turn yeah. into something maybe this specific org won't be getting that out of him there were some things that i saw in him i was like okay this he might be a all right player on a good you know middle of the pack lcs team i don't think this specific org is going to be getting that out of him especially yeah. right now with all their issues I so mean, there's many players like that it's just teams don't give them a chance like we had winston yeah. coming to tsm academy that one year back in like 2020 or 2019 and he was playing great but then they released him for a garbage oceanic jungler when that regional thing was like broken after 2020 yeah for some reason and he hasn't got a chance since just been an amateur and i don't know why he's been doing Still doing good ever since, but whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like I told you guys last week, who we were watching the show pertaining to the LCS, if Soul does not perform very well, they're gonna swap him out because TSM's thing now, apparently, even more or less so than it used to be when I was consistently watching them, is if a player does not perform very well, they're getting swapped out. That's it. Yeah. That's just yeah. it. Yeah, I really want to look for that guy who said that instinct was gonna be garbage and there was nothing ever good about him. Mm -hmm. The only reason, if inst I promise you, if Instinct has a back-to-back -back bad couple of weeks from these later weeks between week six and seven, they're going to pick Tactical back in. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's it's the obvious, thing. and he wasn't ready either, they're, but I mean, my I don't thing understand here, that. My thing here is that they're so results-based right now. It's like they're so desperate to get any wins on the board. Yeah, it's like, do just, you not know what a rebuild is, TSM? Yeah. Because my thing here is they're so desperate for a win right now that they'll just swap a player out if they feel like he doesn't get them anything, well, you know? It, it's like, I why mean, do you think – oh, sorry, go, go Warren. Sorry, sorry Warren. Well, well, not to compare caliber, right? But TSM is going through a, uh, a T1 phase. And what do I mean? I don't mean that they're good as T1, right? That's not what I'm saying. Let me make sure I clarify that for anyone that's watching 
remember T1 didn't make worlds and had two splits where they were terrible. Like they were just bottom of the pack, but they rebuild. Um, problem is with any NA sport, doesn't have to be esports. Unless you're like a small homegrown like team, like say uh, Immortals, not not, not, not even Immortals, like FlyQuest. Uh, more or less CLG, because CLG has dropped down since 2016. Let's be honest about that, right? Um, you're not... The, the, the bigger orcs, you expect instant gratification. You expect... Yeah, you expect TL, you expect Cloud9, TSM, well, not so much now, 100T to be, and now probably EG soon yeah. at, at, at the top. So that's the real problem. It's not the players, it's the and you know you got to remember they have sponsors, so they're trying to keep the money and still have mm -hmm. some sort of mediocre results. Um, and that's that's yeah. the issue. But it's like we look mm -hmm. at CLG. Why do you think they get into this point? Because they kept their roster together besides Jenkins but, and his trash. But Sean, but, respectfully. Also, Sean, you have to turn yourself over too. But Sean, a bit. Sean, respectfully, not to discredit, disregard your opinion. Do you, do you really think CLG can do anything at Worlds? What? No, but that's not my point. They're getting to a no, point. No, no, no. That is, that is a point. Because they're getting to the point where they can at least contend for a World spot because they, despite on paper this team not looking good because they kept them together for so long instead of subbing them out all the time like TSM. Sean, it's a, it's a domino effect, right? The reason I say that it matters is because what's happening other regions are getting people are more fans of anyone's legends than probably some of the teams right now that have big money in um lcs so winning does matter showing up at the world because if you show up at worlds you get fans just like how lng probably has fans even though they're not doing too good right <laughs> that's how you, that's how you, they're not doing too good right now. They're yeah. six and seven, but yes, that's because. Yes, but how will TSM get to that point if they keep sucking not, them out? I don't think. I don't think TSM's gonna get. I think TSM. I think this needs, is just a wash year for them. This is a. GG, I think they next. need like at least two years. They need to uh, start from the top. top yeah, because we talked top. about this last year, and I think. Yeah, we talked about this last year, the year before that, when I first had you guys on the show. Of, yeah. We 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 also said if Bjergsen eventually leaves, which he eventually did, they're gonna go. They were gonna go through this phase regardless if he retires permanently from league or he right. goes to a different org. We, we they they were eventually gonna go through this, and then what also didn't help is Reginald's bullshit. All the other people in the org leaving, right. they're bringing in brand new people, brand new everything essentially for this org. Right, you and know? they're cutting and they're cutting corners on players, and like you said, not giving them chance. I'm talking about, like, I'm not saying that CLG is going to be top, like, it, it didn't do something right, right? What I'm saying he's, is, he's pretty bad and sensitive, yeah. He's pretty awful. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is that, think about it this way, uh, Sean. They're going to do well, but they, I, I don't think I could root for CLG if they made it to Worlds. Like, yes, they're going to do... Like, doing well in NA does means jack shit. Like, let's be honest about it. But that's the thing with CLG. You're saying Worlds. Can they get past the first round of the playoffs okay, ever? How do you know they, they could? Like, what do you mean? FlyQuest, you know, they surprised that one game, even though it didn't matter against top esports. Okay, what if, big what difference. What if CLG does something like that, goes like 3-3 three or, three or, you know, doesn't choke, like, 
FlyQuest or Team Liquid did with some of the weaker teams that goes like four and two. Like you never they, know it unless you get there, and TSM won't get there if they keep subbing oh, them out. Oh, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm talking about NA, an NA based mm-hmm. team. Like any any NA team that has done well at Worlds, and mm-hmm. let's keep it a hundred, like K Dots would say, is a mixed team. C9s and was a mixed team. EG did well this year because they're a mixed team of EU and a and young talent. No, what even you? I, I guess you could say that fluke here with CLG in 2016 at MSI. But who did they beat? No offense, they beat. Okay, they beat Flash Wolves. Okay, great. But Flash Wolves had a had a reputation at that time. I we're, mean, was it really that mixed? Like in 2018? Like I'm trying to. 2018. Yeah, Wait, it's like, that's Team Liquid so, when they were Because, listen, in, even um, though Jensen's European, he literally played here his whole career. Like, you could pass it off as, like, Well, he said 2018? 2018, they had Colbelter. Yeah. No, I said, oh, I'm I'm talking talking, I said 2016. 2016, that's when CLG went to MSI? Yeah. That was, that was like, the old teams in general in NA. No, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm talking about a, a mostly NA team. That's like, that was, CLG. Yes, and I'm saying, what about Cloud9? Like, what do you mean? I, uh... Well, most of the time, like, yes, I'm talking about, well, I, I consider Impact, okay, Impact and Jensen are mostly NA, but they are way above the the cut over, say, mm-hmm. Dokla and I forgot his name, uh, um, Palafox, that's what was in the middle? Yeah. So, yeah, Palafox. Mm-hmm. They're way above the cut. They've shown that, like, and, like, even, even, even Jojo Peon showed potential from Academy and even mm-hmm. in at MSI. Like, think about this, right? At MSI, he did the one thing that Bjergsen couldn't do. He beat T1. Like, you can't take it away from that kid right now. I don't see Palafox beating as a team, beating uh, like a, 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 a T1. And that's the what T1 I'm saying. Through like they do? I mean, anything's possible at that point. Anything's I mean, possible. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. <laughs> I mean, what I'm I, no, I, but I, I, this is my thing with CLG. I, I, I don't think they're making worlds. Let Let's talk about this. Let's talk, let's scale up down for CLG. Let's say playoffs. Let's say they they play a team up. Let's say they play FlyQuest. Given how FlyQuest has been picking up steam, could CLG realistically make it past the first round of playoffs? I mean, they could. I mean, that's pos- That's plausible, definitely with FlyQuest, okay. but they're not a better, favored. A better question. As NA fans, let's say Ew. take a. Let's let's say, take away team, um, uh, allegiances. Would you want CLG going to Worlds or an or MSI event? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't. I don't get like what you're. I, I'm so confused with what you're trying to say. One, my like, point I'm just is, starting, is that I, <laughs> my point is a full NA team is, is just going to be good in LCS. That's uh, yeah, it. Who's Nothing talking more. about a full NA? I, I just and they're not going to get. And they're not. We gonna, started with just, TSM. We somehow with SLG. Make, I brought up the point, which is that you're never going to be in a proper rebuild and gain chemistry and eventually be get a good team. Right, but you, you used an org that my up. point. My point is, you're using an org that's not going to amount to anything. That is my point. Well, well, you, well. First, you never know that quite, but no, I, I was just giving a small example where, they're, like, where on paper said, they look on paper they look like a ninth place team, but they're getting like like look top like number five right now Sean, because of what they've done. Respectfully, if you use t- if you use a hundred thieves, you got me in the argument because they they had a shit start at 2018 and they did a full rebuild and look where they are. 
Yeah, I wouldn't say a full rebuild. They just signed they a bunch of oh, fucking they, players. They actually, they did. Come on, Sean, they, don't they cap. Well, they waited for someday to get his green card so they could get a roster like this. They did do right. that. They, they, it's a long, it's at least a four-year rebuild because they like, had. What I mean, they just signed a bunch of proven players and then imported Abadog. I don't know what you mean. It's still no, a rebuild. They literally had to wait for somebody to get his green card. Right. He would count they, as an import. And remember, so they, had, they had Demonte. They had Demonte in the mid lane. They had. I would um, say they no, they did rebuild early they rebuilt. last year. Come on, Sean, yeah. don't cap. It's not quote don't unquote cap. a rebuild. It's just building Stop. up a new team. It's just building a new what? team, not quote unquote a rebuild. What's a twenty twenty? They, they just had... they just signed a new roster and kept some old face. They kept one new face. They kept one someday. That team is nothing of what they were before. Remember, FBI wasn't even on that on, on that team. I mean, they just signed the Golden Guardians roster and then just had Old Man someday and then imported another yeah. fucking import. And they that's got not a rebuild. But they couldn't have got that import. That's not a rebuild. That's that's building a fucking team that could have been that was looking like a I'm super saying, team on Golden Guardians until no, it collapsed. I, no, that's not what I'm saying. Look where 100 Thieves started and look where they are. They, are. they started small. They came out and they not started small. They. We're building. They've been building and building and building since they've been in the org. CLG has regressed, and they're still with players that they have. That is my point. And they did rebuild because they did garbage at in in Worlds. So like now, I'm not even, t- not even talking about this year. The year before, uh, in 2018, 18, they did bad, and then like they did bad at Worlds twice. We've been going so, from just last year, 100 Thieves, just from last year. Um, they had, yeah, yeah, that was when they had Ryoma, but the pre- previous year they brought in, I remember they had, they had um, Ryu, like, come on, man. Like, are we, are we being funny right now? I don't, like, know, I don't know what you're saying. This is, I'm talking about rebuild as in like going less for just the money, signing the best players in the exactly. league, like the golden guardians. Well, you Romper. have to use money. Like, like, oh my God, you? I'm saying doing like what CLG, what TSM trying to do, what cloud nine did in 2018 and done other times. What? Hundred Thieves tried doing in twenty in like twenty nineteen or whatever. That's what that's what I'm talking about by rebuild. But if you want to go the other route, sure. But I'm not talking about that. But either way, that wasn't a rebuild. That was just signing a new roster from another org. But okay, either so, way, my point I was making is just that what TSM just what their goal is trying to do is just build up new talent and you know gain chemistry and you know make try to make for a push eventually that, or surprise that. people like CLG is doing. But you're not going to do that if you keep breaking up the chemistry and then the other point you made is that there's never a team that's like almost fully na that does any more than like every fucking team that's done anything international for us is like basically an na team all the cloud nine rosters basically besides like 2017 clg those are have been always the best i'm not counting fucking tsm that but even then i think they were like almost all na as well basically so i mean i don't know what you're saying a rider this is my thing I don't think they're. I don't think TSM are trying to do anything this year. I yes, think they're, just trying, they're, they're just trying to keep their spot. TS, you know, uh, I'm not saying uh, we know that. I'm just saying if you want, if you want to at least try to do the minimum of what they said, then you, what, yeah, how yeah. you accomplish that is just keeping the players together more instead of swapping them out. And so I agree much. with you. That's where I and I also said you think of the region that we're in. Like I, I even prefaced by saying any and. Any NA team outside of small markets, mm-hmm. they they don't they want instinct, and I'm talking global sports, <laughs> including esports. They want instant gratification. Like Did this happen? 
Like, <laughs> think about think about anyone's that, legend. That ain't happening, man. No, All right. Like, Sean, think about anyone's legend, right? That team was caca the last couple of years. What do you mean? And, that was the best org. And now and they and they still been playing the same style, but guess what they did? What you're saying. They kept the players and continued to play their style and fine tune it, and now they're at least. But that's the thing, though. I don't think TSM are doing that. What TSM is doing is they're literally there's holes in their wall and they're just patching that shit up as best they can. That's and they're they're being cheap. They have money, but they're being cheap. Like let's. So they're being more results based. They're probably basing this all off of just LCS games. You know they're not basing this off scrims. Yeah, because they're basing this off scrims. They would have already swapped out. First of all, if they're basing off scrims, you would have already chosen solo anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's proven to come in and, and always play well. Everybody said that they were going to swap Soul out if he played bad. He played bad. They swapped him out. Man, I'm, what was that feature on my meme? I'm shocked. Not really shocked. No, no it's like shocked. it pretends to be surprised. <laughs> pretends to be surprised. We need to get that. Yeah. We need to get that meme. <laughs> so I, yeah. Sean, what, Sean, what I'm saying is regardless if it's CLG or TL, because it's our uh, continent... They don't. We we don't. Uh, we don't do the homegrown. Stay with, stay with uh, our our players and build them up. Outside of you can say Cloud Nine because they do get a lot. They do homegrown their players through Academy, right? And they and they know. No, like honestly, she how you pronounce his name? Their jungler in Academy is playing so well. Honestly, I'm. Uh, they should just swap him out for Blabber for two games. See how it goes with how Blabber is doing. TSM got solo top. You know the deal. It is over. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell okay. yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, but no, MSK will thing. never end up on the roster, man. His Shin Shin will end up on there before him. Oh, but this is my thing. It's like TSM played egregiously like poor this past week. Like it was really bad, you know? And then my thing here with, with, with the TSM roster this year is they keep – I'm just swapping players out. It, it's just like – what are they trying to get out of this year? I don't know. And it's like, why don't they have their amateur team or whatever like before? Why don't they do what 100 Thieves at, like with Academy and Next are doing with these young – like they used to be doing that and with players mm-hmm. like Sword and aren't anymore, and I don't understand why. Like you could tell Soul was not ready for the LCS. I'll yeah. be honest here. I didn't think it was that good, honestly. And honestly, had, TakeOver was playing pretty – TakeOver – like obviously Makeful's an upgrade and he's been playing great, especially under the circumstances, but – I mean, if you really want to do that, TakeOver is playing solid and growing more and more, and then you just, after Honestly, a good start in yeah. LCS, you just yeah. put him in back in Academy for fucking, like, a 25-year-old Maple, even though you're not going to do shit this year. So the, yeah. I, I don't give... I, I, I thought the roster they had toward the end of spring was actually kind of picking up steam. It was just they had lost so many games already, it wasn't going to matter. You know what I mean? So Yeah, like, honestly, I think it's team like TSM would honestly do better if they literally just bought all of like a hundred thieves Academy or team mm-hmm. liquid Academy and just started them in LCS like that. Yeah. Like a hundred. Th- have you looked at their new jungler? Uh, will, uh, I mean, he's been fucking on fire. Like mm-hmm. they, they could easily sub him in if speakers like anyone with anyone who watched the C9 TSM game last week could fucking tell you that soul was not ready for the LCS. I was like, this he's, he's pretty, pretty bad still. Like, I was like, this is this yeah, is the guy definitely who his lane in and stuff. Yeah. yeah, those gnar ultimates he was trying to do. Yeah, like, but there was definitely ugh. some things you could see in his gameplay. But I mean, there, I, def- I definitely I think just, just think too, he'll be like another. Wasn't ready for the LCS. That like that's just 
kind of where I was at with him. I was like, he's just making way too many mistakes. And it's not his fault. He was thrown into a situation where you can't really thrive. It's literally, you're getting thrown yeah. into the deep end with a bunch of sharks. Yeah. You're a fucking legend. I mean, eventually you, you will have to eventually try to give a player a couple of games and see if they have what it takes. Like they did that. Yeah. With CLG finally did that after like four years in Academy with Tuesday. And now he was complete fucking trash. Worse, like Academy mid laner. They did that with like Deuce or RJ. Yeah, they wasted. Yeah, CLG wasted. Tuesday was in Academy when I was watching Challengers. Like when I was watching Challengers consistently back when they had that. Tuesday had been on CLG's Academy roster for like years, like literally years. Yeah, and honestly, he like, never had yeah. much, but if I don't, he was always like a bottom tier mid laner. Honestly, he never had any potential, but they kept him for like four years on their Academy team for. God knows reason, just like how yeah. that EU regional team has kept Ika on their squad for like eight fucking years. Eight for, years. For, for some shit. reason, and, and they're about to like win the title for, with him, but J- Jesus Christ, I, I just really <laughs> don't get it, but also uh, go Oh, and I lost my train of thought. What was I thinking? Uh, thinking about hacking up that girl you did before you, we started the show? What, what the fuck are you... <laughs> Uh, no, I already did that. Uh, that's oh, why fuck. I was busy. That's why Sorry, I was sponsors. Late. You don't <laughs> have any sponsors. Go fuck yourself. We are sponsored. Hey, Cloud9, thank you for upvoting this show on Reddit. Cloud9 oh, right. Oh, right. Me. I forgot. They keep do. Oops. Uh, I should probably tone down my edge. Obviously, we're joking. I mean, I'm joking, obviously. All right. You know, yeah. You yeah, should probably yeah. tone down those jokes if, there's jo- a- if they're actually doing that. Fucking mother sucker. So, uh, oh. Soul Request return to tsm academy solo steps in as team's new mm-hmm. lcs top laner so yeah like to, to nobody's surprise solo was going to be tsm's newest lcs top laner so yeah, yeah. hooney steps down Solo comes in for four games. Then Solo comes in. It's like a yeah. rotating revolving door of tsm players i mean i wonder yikes if- I wonder if uh, that will benefit Instinct or if they sub tactical back in to then focus what if they put all their it, time. If, who was Instinct support? I forget the guy's name. The new one. Chime. Oh, Chime. If Instinct and Chime play bad within these last two weeks, these last spam of games, they're going to put back tactical. Yeah, I mean, and... Ch- Chime is just another Soliga situation where they a team finally gives him a chance when he's when he started playing mm-hmm. like shit in Academy and LCS when the previous years he was looked great but you know despite that he's still looking all right but uh mm-hmm. i mean i still don't think yeah he'll be subbed out soon i'm sure well by the end of the year I mean, he'll definitely be released i mean be, let's be honest right now with the way playoffs is right tsm can if they can somehow 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 some with way the, with the grace of god <laughs> with, with uh maybe buying some hookers for these players to motivate them, because Solo is about to get thirty; he's twenty-nine. Uh, <laughs> so, um, they're they in can, place right now. Oh, well, I, I, oh, we have to bring up uh, what Dignitas is doing in the jungle, unless it's just an. Yeah, yeah, we have a on later on. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is weird. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, that actually surprised me too. The, the dude literally like been in there or for what fucking a week, and he's like seventeen. Dude, literally, they did this last year too. What? Uh, yeah, okay, but yeah, dude, so- was like a veteran though, and has been in there, uh, you know, or for like a year and a half. That this guy literally, they they like signed like a week ago, some shit. And he's like seventeen. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, there. TSM. I was, all I was gonna say is, with the mm-hmm. way the playoffs are set up for NA, TSM can legitimately, if they just fix whatever they have and just 
they can squeak into playoffs. Well, well with how spot. Golden Guardians and Dignitas are playing, I mean, and, I mean, Immortals yeah, is like, actually pro- them and TSM could actually make it in now. You know, Immortals. I'm not gonna lie. They've actually kind of picked it up a little bit. Yeah, this, this it seems like week. their team's gaining more chemistry now because remember they were like this. The team wasn't together in spring, so it seems like they're you no know, they more like what Power they, of Evil when he first got back. Yeah, so it's more like they issues. they know more like what they want playing as a team more now. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely weren't before. Oh, I have a question, oh, Michael. When did you guys yeah. do LEC? Yesterday. We did yesterday. And you did. Yeah, it's That's Wednesday and Thursday for these now. Hey, you see this motherfucker because he knew I, I would. I would have said something about Astralis, you piece of shit. No, uh, Astralis is horrible. What are you talking about? What the fuck? How, how the fuck? Uh, not to diverge, chat, but how is Astralis horrible when they literally you mean the have games double- were saved just by Kabe? They were literally saved by Kabe. They're like not out of his mind. I mean, they're not they're not horrible, but I mean they're not good either. But it's mainly Vizachachi who's horrible. Are you gonna bat for Vizachachi and Zerxay this past week? Oh, yeah, Vizachachi is fire, bro. Zerxay is fine. If they had, I okay, put it this way: if they had aggressivo, for instance, instead of Vizitachi, guarantee you they're they're fifth, they're fifth because he's better. That that's a Zerxay's been fine. The whole team's been fine. It's just Vizitachi, and I yeah, yeah. So and they're making no, playoffs. oh but yeah, I, I have to tell you, yeah, we're gonna we split up the episode. So like, if I have to go see a movie on Thursday, then we'll just pop the have the LEC episode on Tuesday. And we have the LCS Wednesday, but normally be like Wednesday, Thursdays yeah, for I mean, LEC first. Thursday okay. is usually when I go see films and work with a friend if I do. So Sean means friends okay. that he goes out and has. Sorry. Hey, Tony. Oh, hey, oh you mean when I go like find people and then tie them up and. Uh... Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. In the wrong. Sorry, good, for, good, man. sorry for diverging, but yes, they're five and six, so they're way better than last season. Thank you. Oh, great. Moving, making progress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Soul Request. To re- Soul Request return to TSM Academy. Solo steps in as team's new LCS top laner. All right, so let's go. Uh, yo, wh- wh- where's the real statement? Soul was ruining our, you know, LCS team. <laughs> we need to get rid of him. <laughs> Jesus. Also, if you guys are watching the show live, make sure you guys hit the like button. That's all I ask yeah, for. Make sure no, you guys- uh, quick, quickly, though, Warren, I mean, Xerxes is kind of, again, he played solid at the start, but now he's dropping off a bit, playing just decent and this is what happens with him every year. He plays good at the start and then slowly drops off from there, but whatever. We'll see. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Yeah, make right, sure yeah. to like and sub. <laughs> yeah, just like and sub. Yeah, if you're watching live. Also, if you're watching live, just make sure you guys talk to us. I mean, we're, we, we obviously bite. Yeah, Most we ask Sean, any questions. Oh, fuck yeah. you, bitch. Yeah, he just, Sean just yells at you if you talk to him. This man's actually insane. <laughs> this man's got, like, this part of his body where he's just basically, like, half the Joker half like something else, and the Joker personality just takes over consistently. Well, well no, uh, if I turned on my cam, you know that Bohemian Rhapsody video with the faces in the dark? That's basically me, because my room's so dark. Although many LCS fans are already embracing him as a member of the league's new era, TSM's rookie, Soul, has decided to return to TSM's academy team to continue his development as a professional League of Legends player. Okay, I really want to, f- f- which many fans are they talking about? I really want to know. <laughs> the team said it was a mutual decision that stemmed from Soul's desire to accelerate his growth as an LCS ready talent. Because if you guys, don't know, if you guys didn't know this, Soul was Academy, not Academy, the of the below below the amateur, basically amateur thrown into the LCS. That is pretty much never gonna work out. Just saying. You're gonna get absolutely destroyed 
mm, going through that kind of way. Man, that worked out so well for Deuce. As a result, veteran Solo will be taking his place in the top lane, making TSM the sixth LCS team he has played for in his lengthy career. And this was their Twitter post. They said, LCS roster update. After deep conversation with Soul, we have come to the mutual decision of moving him back to the academy team for the remainder of the split. Then why not just start Soul, though? Like, why not just start Solo, then? These names are a little confusing sometimes. Soul, Solo. Why not just start Solo, then? Everybody said this. You're, they're, you're just going to put in Solo anyway. Please support Soul in his decision and join us in welcoming Solo as our starting top laner for the summer split. Well, you know, the reason why, is, again, they probably wanted, like, they, they want to try everyone out, I bet. But also, you know, it's the same thing with 100 Thieves with players like fucking Ryoma that one year. They, they just want to throw a coin in a well, you know, see, maybe the <laughs> 0.001% chance it pays off. Hey, you never know. On the team subreddit, TSM's league assistant general manager, Glenn Yang, explained that the coaching staff wanted Seoul to use the remainder of the 2022 LCS summer split to gain experience at the region's top level. But the prospect said he wants TSM to make playoffs just as much as the fans. According to Seoul, at his current level, he believes he couldn't deliver that goal and decided to return to Academy to hone his skills while giving the team a better chance. Yeah. It is a sad ending to his first season in the LCS, but a respectable decision. Yeah, and see, this is what we were talking about with the pressure with TSM. This is why you can't really do that. Yeah, yeah this is just an NA thing, and I, but I agree with you, Sean. And, yeah. Uh, K for Polo, I'm happy Parth is not there. Like, not because Parth is a bad person. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just need to let go of people and start a new new thing. You can't, like, that's like, you know, I'm trying to think of a team that, like, held on. Like, imagine, like, who would have thought in a while that Reckless would have ever left Fnatic, right? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes people just have to go. And I'm not saying Parth is a bad person. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he's the best either but sometimes you just need to let people go well, and just Bjergsen. start and Bjergsen had a thing for parts no offense so yeah no so I I am so baffled that you kept Peter Zane around for that long he was utter shit and Peter but, Zane also brought controversy and messed up players too, like, so. what did he ever do like he was just pure garbage Jesus Christ he, he's like a bootleg Peter Dunn and here was what uh Soul had said on Reddit, management fully gave me the option to continue playing, but I want TSM to make playoffs as much as you guys do. And with my current performance, we'd have a higher chance without me. Thanks for the support, guys. Loved being able to play and even getting a dub on stage for y'all. I will be back. Well, I hope you'll be back. I mean, sometimes when players go back to Academy, dude, you just stay there, you know? Um, I hope you'll be able to come back and play. Honestly, uh, TSM had put out the whole thing on their subreddit, and you guys know I just live all the TSM subreddit. You know, holy fuck, this is so crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was it. You know, Solo replaces Soul this week. So, will that make TSM's chances better of winning games this week? I don't know. Honestly, they look pretty fucking bad this past week, like really, really bad. So, I don't know. Um, I honestly. think so. I think, uh, like I said, Solo is like kickis in a sense that he comes into a team 
and he does what he needs to do to get them mm -hmm. where you know when kick is before kick is went back to i don't know i guess grinding and and uh, went back and now, to now netherland now he's in new masters in the lower levels but um he's like that so i think i think they can i think if and with his veteran leadership I think possibly they can get the sixth. I'm sorry, the eighth or seventh spot with him now. So we yeah. we, we may see tactical come back as well. Um, mm -hmm. So, but am I still gonna root for TSM? Yes, guys. No matter what, I am still a TSM fan. No matter, I am not a front runner. I'm not a bandwagon. So all all my haters out there, you could still suck my asshole. That sounds great. Hell yeah. So. Uh, the next piece of TSM news isn't even regarding their roster decisions. It's actually regarding them considering selling their LCS slot. This was reported by Richard Lewis, actually. It was coming off of this Dexterdo.com. So TSM recently considered selling their LCS slot. So we haven't really talked much about this. You know, I think I'll give more credence to this, like potentially later on in this episode or next week's episode when we cover the LCSs. What are like some of these teams getting out of this franchise system of the LCS? You know, like these teams invested in a lot of money. We've seen orgs just kind of come in and sit at the bottom, not TSM, obviously, and then like, you know, sell their slots, you know? Do, do people really think SK Gaming is going to be in the LEC for, you know, a few, a few more years? I don't I know. Mean I mean, Misfits just recently sold, so... Yeah, like Astralis was rumored to be selling their slot, too. Mm. You know? I don't okay. see Astralis, so I'm sorry. Not, not. Okay, not, not As... only would this be bad for TSM, bad for LCS. Holy fuck. So it, it, it just goes to show you how dedicated they really are to their LCS, like the, their actual League of Legends fans, where, this, where they first got, you know, their conception, you know? It's like... What they would consider selling their LCS slot, but this is how TSM was formed. TSM comes from League of Legends before anything else they have now. Yeah, well, they know? they want to join LEC, but again, that would I'm sorry, not only would that just be bad for LCS, bad for TSM, and a fucking cowardly fucking bitch move to try to well, you know, do better internationally because now you're in LEC, but it's not going to work out for most well, definitely. Sean, well, it's just going to be like an SK Gaming or Astralis thing with them. Well, Sean, um. Maybe, maybe, rumor has it, I think it was mur rumors that M Misfits might want to come back to NA, and I could see that happening, and Misfits takes the slot of, say, TSM. Um, that's a possibility. Now, uh, me, me, I'm still going to root for the team. I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't care. But um, mm -hmm. does, it really, does it really matter? I mean, before, there was a CLG e EU before. Yeah, like, my thing here is if TSM actually considered doing this, because this is the thing with, like, these discussions that end up happening, dude, is that these were actual probably conversations. Something came down the line of where they just decided against it. Maybe it was stuff you guys said, you know, maybe, like, the backlash of it is something they're afraid of. I don't think – I truly don't think orgs really care about that backlash they get on, like, Twitter and Reddit. I truly don't think they care about that shit. But something happened to the point where they were like, I – just can't pull the trigger on this you know now if tsm wanted to join the lec i wouldn't say they just would downright fail i mean i don't know about that uh, I, just, I think they would do better because they would they i would, can't predict the future but i think because I mean, they would probably take talent from the, the erls for one and they 
with, and I know they have, they still talk with Loco, so he could even grab like a Korean player the, like that. The only thing that it might not pan out for is the infrastructure. It's never been sometimes even about the TSM players themselves. It's about the infrastructure around them, the coaching staff, like how they're actually managing some of the players. Like some of the pieces that TSM even brought up this year, I thought were pretty questionable too in terms of like, I mean, their actual roster, you know, construction. I mean, well, yeah, but again, it's going to, I think a ship. I think it would matter more because let's be honest, the the viewership is higher on like yeah, make yeah, that LEC, it makes sense like, though. Like and and uh and it feels more like a family in the LEC. You know when the LEC has like interviews with the players and stuff like that? It feels like they're actually a part of what's going on. When it happens right. to the LCS, these guys just feel like that shit is so forced. It's not no, they cringe. feel like like it's it, it's, it's family in LEC and co-workers mm -hmm. in, in LCS. LCS, yeah, yeah. Outside of like maybe flowers and and mm -hmm. uh, Azale, yeah, because that's what it feels like. You know how the LEC do, do their little pop quizzes. You know we don't have anything like that for our players here. Like what do they they have? Like I mean, Hi had that segment where he was having the pro thing. I mean, going they do on. that on the analysis table. They have pop quizzes and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's what it kind of feels like. I mean, TSM has been really critical. Of the LCS, the LCS has given TSM a lot of leeway and a lot of shit. So I don't know what TSM's got here thinking. Like you've gotten away with a lot of shit over these past couple of years, you know. So but I don't I know. Just, I just hate this. You, you fail so badly in NA, you have to try to go to a better region to have any success. That is the most limp dick shit ever. Not really, just, so, so. I, I don't care. I, I know I'm like memeing a bit, but I, I, I no, it's whatever. not a meme. I, I get, I get what you're saying. It's a, it's a, it's like a. It's like people would say the Kevin, like Durant. Kevin Durant. Durant yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but look, I, I just think this is I, – I think they'll have more success in LEC, yeah, but I just – But don't think, think about it's this be way, much. right? The solo queue is better. Like, hands down, the solo queue is better. The, like, they don't need a champion's queue, like, because the solo queues – the scrims are better. I mean, are going to probably be better. The a competition whole, is better. I mean, better, like, I'm like think about this. We've had – Finn has gone back, Niski has gone back, and I think a third player has gone from NA back. To, and they oh perks, treats perks, treats perks, Niski Finn. And a a all, lot of people all, don't realize that off season, all those players went uh went back like treats and stuff. More players from LCS went back there than LEC to LCS, and people talk about NA importing EU players. Like I know they're EU, but still, but I, whatever. It's just funny. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That like think about that that way that like Niski's performing pretty well on that. I'm just and again I'm not trying to divert from the stream. I'm just talking about players that were here in NA and they went back. So I don't think I think the structure is better over there. I think they'll yeah they probably might start off as a BDS, but like people forget. And I, and I love this. actually has money to throw out players too. Like, this, I, and this is what would also separate them and put them maybe in the category of G two and Fnatic. They actually have money to spend on players. That's the difference with them. Yeah, like, they, they, like yeah, think, about, think about it this way. Because uh, I was trying to think. Uh, you'll have to go because I forgot my what I was going to say. Go oh no, 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 you're fine. It's just they're not obviously, guys. Now this is not this is not going to happen. They obviously considered against it. But if TSM did lead the LCS, let's let's just say in a hypothetical world they did. I got laid. I have a wife now. Hypothetical world, right? Would that do a big number on the LCS viewership. Remember, the LCS viewership, when you watch it on YouTube, it peaks at like 25,000 people. 
That's what people. Oh, oh, first off, the means of like TSM versus Rogue is is is, is solved right there. <laughs> and like TSM versus Fnatic or G2. TSM versus Fnatic. Like, oh, oh that, that, oh, that, oh. no, I, I'm staying oh. off of any social media during Fnatic <laughs> oh. and TSM. Oh my oh, god. Now it came back to me. Now it came back to me. So, so far we had treats. SK's mm. doing, SK was on a win streak and then they, I don't know what happened. <laughs> they actually, sh- shut up. Um, so Treats came back. He, he needs a different team, even though I love SK. I uh, did. Xerxes came back. He's been mm-hmm. doing pretty well, but he's like you said, Sean. Uh, he's kind of like being a stack yeah. and, and declining. Mm-hmm. Perks came back and he's been actually performing well. It's the people around yeah. him. Broken Blade's been eh, a little bit, but up in spring he was performing well, right? Mm-hmm. And Niski has been has been fine. So like yeah, this and whole Cody's son has been dominating the regional. Yeah, circuit. like so so I, like like people don't understand. I'm telling like I've been saying it. I'm sure you guys have been saying it. The mm-hmm. solo queue and the structure matters. Like the players just play differently. Like Oh, yeah, like, dude, uh, Doublelift even asked Niski on Doublelift's weird podcast that he has called Trash Talk. He asked Niski, would you ever come back to the LCS? He was like, no. Nah. You know? I don't know. Like, but the thing with the uh, LEC, if they actually got TSM, the amount of rivalries you could build out of that. Oh, TSM of, like, Fanatic. TSM versus Fanatic. That, no one's going to tell me any shit. That would be hype. That would actually be yeah. hype. But no, unironically, un- though, Cody's son's actually been doing pretty great considering the dog shit team he's on. Can you imagine right TSM now. versus G2? Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be on social I, media I mean, those If days. TSM actually did this, would you think they would, like, maybe bring try to bring over, like, one NA talent with them? One. They would, They'd probably be able to speak Speaker. Where there's plenty of better junglers you could probably pick from. You they would take Speaker. Mm, I think Speaker would. I think if Speaker was in LEC, he'd be a good jungler. Again, I seriously don't understand like why they EU teams have never considered ever try importing certain and players like Vulcan because they're cheap. They actually are cheap. Out, yeah. out, out, of, out of a few orgs, like like people think. I know you guys meme at Astralis, but I think people don't realize when. And I'm, again, I'm not trying to diverse the street. Astralis flies their players on a private jet to go to from Denmark to Berlin, like le- yeah. legit. Legit, uh, imagine doing that for fucking promise Q. I'm done. Yeah, like they're doing that, they did that for promise Q. Like, think about that. So, and their facility is huge. But like, I agree with you, Sean. I think I would. I think they should. Like, because we've seen, like, you know, we've seen players get better. The, the, the only I, time I've ever heard a team consider that was with Niles before he was ruined by Golden Guardians. Oh lord. So my thing here is like, I think fans of the LCS would be really mad at this. But this isn't the worst thing. And we've seen them. We literally see them on Twitter. I know you guys see these tweets like I do. These guys t- literally, like, poke the bear at the LCS consistently. They've downright shitted on it, you know? So this is not surprising to me that they would want to sell their slot. North American League of Legends powerhouse TSM recently explored the potential of selling their franchise slot in the LCS League. Sources have informed Dexerto. According to sources familiar with TSM's business dealings, the discussions were driven by a number of factors that included reducing costs of TSM's esports projections, the level of competition in the North American region, and the decline 
in popularity of North American League of Legends as a whole. Whew. But the fact that the, the fact that Richard listed these from those sources he had, these are probably the main ones. So the main one they listed right here, reducing costs of TSM's esport projects because things cost massively cheaper in Europe compared to, you know, North America. That's yeah, just, just like Canada, yeah. you know, because it's Ew. tax. Gross. Canada. The level of competition in the North American region. So that's number two. The level of competition here is just bad. Like Warren said, it's just really bad here, honestly. Like, I'm not going to lie. To Cooley being pretty much like the best mid laner, that's that's saying something. I mean. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't say he is anymore. But, uh, again, the mid laners were a sh shit show in spring. He was not the best in spring. It's just we gave our rankings just the most valuable to their team because it was such a shit show. It was impossible mm -hmm. to different, differentiate them. Now that we can do that a bit, I mean, I wouldn't say he's the best, but he's definitely still, still, like, I, he's definitely still up there. Games, like, I wouldn't say Jensen's the best either or beer. I would probably have him as first, honestly. I don't think he's really had, I don't think he's had a bad game. Like, all this, all this split so far. Yeah. That's just me. The, the decline mm. in popularity of North American League of Legends as a whole. But to me, this is a, re a really distant, not disingenuous. It, there's different factors with, with this one. These other two, I, I could get behind, like, 100%. But this one has a bit of different factors to it. But this one, is, it's not, like, out of the realm possibility. The discussions were also largely driven by the possibility of acquiring the recently sold Misfits franchise slot in Riot's European LEC League. A source familiar with that deal stated that TSM made some preliminary inquiries about how much it would cost before heretics completed the deal for a reported 45 to 50 million dollar fee holy fuck and i am just uh, i just whatever I, i'm still pissed off misfits is actually leaving now that's just saddened but i mean again if they tsm did that just all the fucking history if na I imagine yeah. we're not gonna get cloud nine versus tsm ever again in LCS. Yeah, yeah, like that's the thing. Like, even with the L LCS, like, I, I wish, I mean, the, re the reporting right here is fine, but I, I wish they had put like something with the LCS broadcast too. Like, why don't we get those little videos of Cloud9 versus TSM's rivalry? That was literally yeah, the Lakers. It's versus like they kind of killed the rock. Like, they didn't do anything to like revamp the rock. Like, the last time they did was uh, like, was like around the, the it was the one time like Cloud9 beat them and like playoffs or something it was like i believe 2020 spring or something yeah when they had that legacy cloud nine tsm rivalry video yeah, when you had, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, yeah i know the one where just they were like quickly going over the history and you know when they brought bjergsen over and everything and just oh yeah and, and then cloud nine won and then the next year uh tsm beat them mm -hmm. uh but we're not talking about that because that like, was dude, the rig double even, and shit like people if you've been watching the league you already know c9 versus tsm that's literally lakers versus celtics right there yankees versus red Sox, right not red Sox. um yeah yeah, yeah it's like and it's like we, i know i get that like tsm is in this state and then also cloud nine had not been the best this year uh, as well yeah. and same thing with last year but still even then you're it's always a hyped matchup no matter when they're facing it's yeah, always like these, hype behind like it. they'd still always do that with like they're still doing it with fanatic and teams even though how they're playing like you just you still try to push that like, yeah like they, yeah. even g2 versus fanatic that's still very hype even though fanatic's been and well g2 and fanatic have been pretty much in the shitter for a bit um also, um, the other other thing, like last split when Cloud9 were falling apart, TSM with their not really good roster beat them, you know? This past split, we just had C9 beat the shit out of them. 
next match. Like, I, like it's something with these rivalries that don't get pushed either. But that's just me. That's one of my things. I was thinking about that when yeah, I was walking. It's home like they did today. not push that TSM versus Cloud Nine regional thing last year at all, even though it was winner makes fucking worlds and it was a best five game series. And you know, Lost got that double kill, but did nothing with it. But still, so it was like, mm-hmm. oh, TSM might win now. So you know, it was fucking. Pretty like close, extremely close there, but they did not advertise it at all beforehand. That series and with the legacy, and they barely did so in the games and afterwards. Like why? Why would they? Broadcast not do- is garbage and donkey. Don't you talk about Emily like that? I love yeah, my but, white women. Uh, but also, you mean uh, that scarecrow? Stop it! Oh lord! Jesus. Oh god! Uh, it was that one guy again, Riv or something? The guy with like, the gray hair. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, he, I would say he, you can also put him with, like, a Zale, sort of, even though he's not what happened really to Primal? anymore. Primal, they, uh... He went to go do different things, that's all he said. Yeah, that's sad. Whatever though, different whatever. things implies, I don't know what that implies. But... Uh, uh, MSK, please, uh, Cloud9, upvoted your thing, don't make a racist joke. I, I, I know didn't say you, anything! I, I, I know, no, because I know in your mind, just like how you say the ramen eater jokes, you're, you were thinking about saying... Uh, he's, he's, he was working on, on set of Black Panther or some shit like that. Uh, whoa, I knew whoa. in your mind you were about to fucking say that. So Wakanda forever. Good God. <laughs> good. Okay, well, we're going to all die. Chaz, you better get into League, League of Legends, you fucking sexy bastard. A second source who spoke to Desurdo on the condition of anonymity wanted to make it clear that TSM were not necessarily planning to exit from League of Legends, but merely that that it made financial sense for TSM to look into the possibility of entering the European League if possible. TSM have made multiple headlines for their expensive foreign acquisitions, most notably the record-breaking deal for Taiwanese support Sword Art, actually. So, but this is the thing. Those Forbes articles that value these orgs at just ridiculous numbers, actually. If TSM is a $400 million valued organization, why would it make financial sense for them, if any, to go be a part of Europe? If you're, if you're, that, if you're worth that much, this, like, I, I'm you not can saying... save money, you save money. That's just a business mm-hmm. move. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's... Ever. They're, they're only valued... valued like that because of fucking Fortnite and streamers oh. are garbage and everything yeah, like, else for the last six like, years. Oh, oh my god. Chaz, other, I speak facts here. They're their other esports does well. Like I think Yeah, their Rainbow Six League is actually pretty pretty good, yeah, actually. Yeah. Their Smash Brothers is good. Um Okay, but that's Leffen, so we don't talk about that. Leave my boy Leffen alone. Fuck but, like, off. The, but that's what and that's why so like honestly, here's what they should do. And I think you guys would agree with me. I think I LCS you. should just say, you know what, teams? We're gonna park our asses over in EU for the whole year or whatever and or just go over to EU and, and get rid of it. Get rid of NA, just go over to EU. Don't uh don't tell me that. That hurts my soul. Huh. I right. mean cause cause let's be honest, there's only four there's literally only five teams people really care about. I mean that's supposed to be any league though. That's that that's no come on man. Good. Stop, stop, stop that right now. There's more there's more probably RA fans right now than CLG fans. Let's no, no, stop. No. What, I'm, what I'm talking about is like even in traditional sports, there's always teams people don't care about, though. You know? 
It has also been widely accepted for some time that the LCS viewership has been in free fall, especially when compared to its European counterpart, the LEC, using metrics collated by website esports chart. The spring split, which ended in April, saw LCS viewership peak at 387,000 viewers, while LEC almost doubled that amount with 723,000. The average viewership makes for an even sorrier reading, with the LCS achieving only 123,411 viewers compared to the LEC's 270,749. I mean, if they, this is this is the thing that that's not a bad number though. I I I don't look at these numbers and go that's bad. I mean, that is kind of bad compared to what it used to be, you know. But factor in if because I know people were using this met metric for like finals, right? That's bad. That's but half. If, if you're that's using more than the, half. That's bad. Stop. But but this is the thing. I I think what you have when you look at this is. LCS performance at Worlds, like we mentioned. That's New what I'm saying. The finals, but that's you know. what I'm saying. They need to win in order to get fan base. If you're not winning and you're... Okay, like, at the end of the day, right? Hi. EU will send a team, and you know at least one team. One, you know one team is getting into groups. That's a guarantee, right? And then we pray to the stars, and we're like, you know what, Time Stone, I hope out of the 14 million, we can finally have one team that makes it out. That, who wants to have those odds every year as an NA fan? Nobody. So it's easier for a fan to say, hey, let me root for, say, I don't know, Vitality making worlds or and doing mm -hmm. something than rooting for, uh, I guess I'll have to use TSM because they're pretty dog at worlds. Like, why would you, why'd you do that? All right. However, there could be more to this than meets the eye. One of the sources that confirmed the discussions also added that there was a feeling among TSM executives that the esports program needed to be streamlined amidst spiraling costs. TSM are currently cutting budgets everywhere in esports, the source said. This will they will likely sell other parts of their esports division in the near future. This was tempered by a third source who also spoke to us on the condition of anonymity who stated that while these discussions had indeed taken place they were just part of a number of ideas that the organization was exploring in a bid to stay at the top of their field but that no formal moves had been made in this decision so tsm having money issues you know tsm having money issues that is pretty crazy. So, yeah, that wraps it up for our uh, TSM discussion. Now moving on to uh, Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians acquires Star Jungler River from LCS Rivals Dignitas. I wouldn't really put River as a Star Jungler. I mean, he was middle of the pack at best. I mean, he really yeah, only no, played he was like, like Jarvan. He was like 8 for 9. He basically just played Jarvan. Like, uh, again, for like a minor region or whatnot, like pick up for like an underrated pet for like a low tier LCS team. It was good. He's a solid jungler, but again, by with the rest of the pack, he was still bottom tier, just like other junglers like that just like Xerix say when people are like, yeah, he's pretty underrated. It's actually pretty good. Yes, but <laughs> compare him to the rest. Like Jesus Christ. All right. So 
And that's the problem with Dignitas. That's their whole team pretty much. Right here starts Golden Guardians have acquired star Korean jungler River in a mid-season trade deal with LCS rivals Dignitas, according to the League of Legends Global Contract Database, which was updated on July 26. The org announced River's surprise trade soon after the update. Dignitas are expected to replace River with Academy jungler Zu Zuyu? XU? Zu. Uh also, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, oh, so, oh, wait. Uh, no, uh, on or the okay. Perry, uh, on on the wiki. With the okay, well, on the wiki it says mm -hmm. Perry, so that's why. And who's the seventeen-year-old who literally just signed? So I mean, if it's Xayu, then that would obviously make more sense. He's more, played a lot longer. He was in their academy system. I mean, he isn't very good, but I mean, mm -hmm. he's he's decent. No, no, I, I generally don't care for because both of them are so fucking bad that you can e easily, mm -hmm. easily distinguish them. <laughs> Zayu or Perry, who was just signed by the LCS org, Golden Guardians yeah. tweeted, we're ready to make another run for LCS finals and we're bringing in a little extra help to do so. Please join us in welcoming River to our LCS roster. Uh, Golden Guardians, you are never making the finals. Just, wait, just wait, 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 they, they, okay, so is he starting over Pride Stalker? Well, they will definitely do that. Really? I mean, he, dude, I watched Pride Stalker this last week, it's, he's, his, it's not no, one no, anymore. No, he, he's, he's dropping off, yes, and he just doesn't fit, and he also, he plays too many, like, off meta champs, but mm -hmm. still, I mean, River is literally the same deal, just Jarvin and just Charvin 24-7 instead. Not Both of them are pretty much like the same, just wouldn't work. I mean, Starker is at least a better player. So, I mean, I, I would at least like – I mean, they're keeping Pride Soccer around. Are they going to try both of them out in like scrims and stuff or something? Or Dot Esports understands River will immediately step into the LCS oh, starting lineup me. for Golden Guardians, who are challenging for playoffs. The squad sits in seventh place after five weeks of play in the 2022 LCS Summer Split. They trail – Counterlogic Gaming and Cloud9 tie for fifth by two league victories. Pride Stalker will likely drop to Golden Guardians Academy. I mean, I mean, he played. He's been playing really I bad. Mean, like it makes sense. To I mean, do it's it. better for the team. It's better for the team. After this I last just, week, after that pop game he like had against Cloud9, players. I don't, I don't know, man. It it, it depends on how you want to utilize him. You know, I think the way they wanted to utilize Pride Stalker. I don't think it was actually happening, but it could be team dynamic. It, it could be a myriad of different things. But after this last week of gameplay, Poppy, you know, he's just so bad, actually. He was just I, – he, I, actually, he hadn't really been that good even in spring split. Like, he wasn't even good then. Like, I'm not surprised by this. He played pretty, he played pretty fucking bad on Golden Guardians. But I don't know. Is this going to really change that much? Oh, yeah. Over the top. I see him getting first place. First <laughs> – Okay, uh, River joined Dignitas ahead of the 2022 LCS season. He 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 was like, "Fuck this, I'm done." <laughs> he played 36 games for the North American organization following his high-profile move from PSG Challenge and finished seventh with the team in spring after they slumped to an eight and ten record. The squad now sits dead last in summer with just two wins in 11 matches. With seven more league games to be played in the second split of 2022, the best dig can hope for 
is to finish with a 9-9 record, which could see them make top 8. The org appears to have pivoted its focus on next year. However, Golden Guardians, on the other hand, have scooped up an instant upgrade for the team that can only help their bid for a top 6 seeding heading into the summer playoffs. River has scored four player of the games since his since his dig career began. Prior to his North American move, the 23-year-old was a key playmaker in PSG Talent's talented PCS lineup. The Taiwanese champions made it all the way to the 2021 Midseason Invitational Semifinals before failing to eventual victors RNG in a four-game series against the Chinese heavyweights. The PS the PCS lineup struggled to bring the same fiery league play to the world championship months later. However, an excited and exited the crowning year and event in groups. So yeah, as you guys see right here, uh, golden guardians have, have river now pride stalker is going to Academy. I think that pride stalker have been really bad anyway. Honestly, he'd been griefing a lot of the games, running them down. He, he, he honestly never really had even a standout performance. Honestly, River has had some standout performances and has had some plays around the map. You can kind of understand why you would want to have this guy over him. So that's just me personally, you know? And now we are going to end up wrapping up this discussion for this episode of the Cloud9 Podcast, talking about the standings. So Dignitas are currently in 10th. You know, the best they can hope for is a 9-9 record to potentially get to 8th. Um, but right now you have Immortals and TSM sitting right there. I mean... Dignitas have looked pretty bad, like, this last past week, actually. Even the week before that, you know? Now, my thing here is, like, they were playing up against Cloud9, and Cloud9 were also not looking that good either. And I'll talk about them in just a moment. But, yeah, Dig definitely could have won both their games against Cloud9, you know, um, this split, but definitely, you know, lost them. Especially the way they lost in an embarrassing fashion when there was times in the game you could probably factor in they could have did something. but. You know, them bringing in new players pretty much dead last, you know, as they're placing right now toward the end of the split. We'll have to see if it works out. Um, I don't think it's going to really change much, but I personally think that they're just going to be ninth to 10th place when the season is all said and done. Uh, TSM, as you guys know, was bringing in Solo. They got completely eviscerated, you know, uh, this past weekend actually so hopefully solo can give this uh team that veteran presence ship that it needs but you also had speaker as a veteran presence too but that really wasn't going anywhere i mean the macro decisions the team makes they were just getting just knocked all around this past it was embarrassing to see them play actually you know hunter thieves just completely beat the shit out of them and then you had imt kind of moving up in the standings right now picking up some momentum actually and then after that you have immortals who are now have, have been picking up steam and kind of making a lot more practice plays around the map though i don't think the team is still really anything good despite their few wins they've gotten against like uh other top orgs in the league well tsm not a, really a top org right now but you know what would probably set immortals from getting to playoffs over Dignitas is Immortals actually has some key victories over some orgs that you probably don't want to face toward the end of the LCS 2020 summer split when you're going into like a super week, okay? So then after that, you have Golden Guardians who are now going to end up bringing in, uh, you know, River now over Pride Stalker. You know, like the fact that they still keep players like Stixay and around, even though he's been 
pretty just super underwhelming is ridiculous. I think Golden Guardians have decent players and will most likely end out the split for the regular season at like sixth. I don't really personally think they're going to be doing anything in playoffs anyway. Yes, the move for getting uh, River makes sense, and you definitely needed an upgrade in that position. I don't think it's big enough to really make that big of a change, actually. You know? Uh, CLG, uh, this past week, they ended up getting that uh, upset over Team Liquid, and then they ended up losing in an embarrassing fashion to CLG. CLG have been... CLG lose to CLG. Pretty much, actually. <laughs> so that's been my thing with CLG. Right now, everyone is, they've been just inconsistently consistent. Like Palafox had that really standout game on Azir where he just kind of ran Oliver Bjergsen. But some of these games that these CLG players have, like they're so few far in between. That's why I have them as an inconsistently consistent team. Like they definitely have good par- things about them that they do. But it's never anything super consistent to the point where you can consistently bank on that. Like, getting blown up by EG makes perfect sense based off the discrepancy in the standings between the teams. But then they can have a really good game against Team Liquid when no one is expecting them to win. So it seems like when you don't predict them to win, they do better. But when you think they're going to do very well against, you know, another team that they already previously did well against, they kind of crumble. Because remember... Two of the losses EG has, one comes from CLG, and one comes from 100 Thieves. Now moving on to Cloud9. Um, Cloud9 have actually been a team where, okay, I think they definitely have an idea of how they want to play the game. It's just really sloppy. Like, they look really shaky in the early game, and a lot of their early games don't really look that good, considering they have Jensen, Blabber, and Sven, who definitely want to do very well in the early game actually, you know, and my personal thing is if they're having really shaky early games and shaky team fights against teams like Golden Guardians and teams like Dignitas, how's that going to look against a team like 100 Thieves or Evil Geniuses or a team like even Team Liquid, actually, you know, Uh, who's beat them, but uh, I don't know. BO1s are, listen, Rogue is the king of BO1s, but they always seem to not win a championship, so. BO1s, all that matters, you know. Barely. So then, that's my team with Cloud9. I don't think Sven has been that good of a support player, you know? But he's only really been on a few champions like Tom Kench, Yumi, and now this week he was on Nautilus, so... And I don't know, this, is his, this is his first... Remember, who he took, what, at least... A split or two? A split or two to establish himself, and we don't know what will happen with Sven after the... So. This could be like a temporary thing, like Bippo and like say a treats or like any other player that swaps. We don't know if this is permanent or we don't know. So mm-hmm. we'll have to know by the end of the split, to be honest. All right. After that, we have Tim we have Team Liquid, who have been pretty underwhelming. I know Bwipo had a decent game on Gangplank, but that was only after you know the early game. In the early game, Bwipo got destroyed. Bjergsen had a pretty uncharacteristically bad week actually you know team liquid ended up facing off against imt which looked pretty more close than it actually was and they ended up losing to clg so team liquid for the super team have not really kind of been up to the expectations that most people have said yes 
Ansama is overrated. Hell yeah. Why are you so thick? What? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's good at a few champions. He has a decent laning phase, but he's not really been what Team Liquid have, you know, initially got him for. Like Team Liquid have overall to me been pretty much just kind of a letdown. This this roster should easily dominate the league on paper, but they're running into the same problems as Fnatic's roster, you know? Just a lot of the players just have so much of a different idea of how they want to play the game. It's just pretty much nothing I don't think they can personally fix right now. Or maybe it's just the BO1 structure is the reason why it's not looking as good. But their record shows they're 7-4. and But if you actually watch some of these games, they have not looked the best, honestly, this past split. FlyQuest were really good this past week. Normally, FlyQuest, you know, have been a middle-of-the-pack team for quite some time in the LCS. But, you know, going into, like, this split in particular, and even, like, some games in spring, they have looked really good. This past week, if you watched their games, they looked pretty solid. They've uh, they even perfect, almost perfect-gamed 100 Thieves last week, actually. So it's something here where their players actually – are on the same page when they want to know how to play the game. I think Takuli, honestly, to me, has been the best mid laner in the league so far. I think Johnson and Aframu clearly want to make plays around the map, and Jose Diodo is a player who definitely wants to get things going early. I think the these players have finally got to the point where they know how they want to play the game. Now, I think their ceiling is going to come off insanely difficult to predict based off the caliber of players you're looking at compared to the stronger players on the other teams. 100 Thieves ended up having a uh, great week, actually. They went 2-0. Uh, they, uh, they had the match of the week, 100 Thieves versus Evil Geniuses, and they ended up winning a grudge match against EG. You would think on paper EG could beat e- Evil Geniuses more, you know, because on paper, I think their roster is just a bit better, actually, you know, in certain places. Um, Jojo Pion played uncharacteristically bad on Ari. Abadage had a really good game on Azir uh, after that. Uh, they pretty much just, like, destroyed TSM. That was pretty much to be expected. It was not even fair to begin with, honestly. But, yeah, 100 Thieves did very well this week. It was nice to see them bounce back in this week and pretty much show people that they're still going to be a top three contending for first place team in the LCS, actually. If they make another finals appearance in the LCS 2022 Summer Split Finals, I'm not surprised. You know, I think this roster is composed of good players, and I think it just depends on, you know, how they want to, you know, play the game. Like, we know they're really primarily early game focused. That's why I've always thought they were, like, the rogue of LCS. They have a really good early game, and they can definitely beat on teams that don't have their shit together, and they've been consistently able to do that week to week to week to week. Also, it's nice to see Apodagi having a good game on Azir based off a uh, myriad of different factors because, you know, this year in, in total, Abadaki just haven't, he actually hasn't been able to be that player that he was when he first came into the league in the LCS 2022, uh, sorry, the LCS 2021 summer split when 100 Thieves picked him up from Shaka No Fear. Then rounding off this week, we have Evil Geniuses still sitting at uh, first spot at 9-2. and two. They definitely lost to 100 Thieves in a pretty convincing game, but EG definitely dominated CLG. Uh, it seems like Evil Geniuses are all on... So there's a few teams in the LCS, I think, who are on the same page right now, which is these three right here. Evil Geniuses, 100 Thieves, and FlyQuest, I think 
the players on the rosters have an idea of how they want to play the game. Not that they have a team identity, but do they know you, how they want to play the game at just the minimal level for doing do, basic do, things, actually. Do you think what has happened is that finally we've seen the old guard drop down? Remember, the, 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 the old guard was TSM, Cloud9, um, TL, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's EG, 1T, and I guess you could say FlyQuest, but TL is kind of hanging in there. Do you think that it's just shifted now? Mm-hmm. No, I'm asking you. Oh, sorry, sorry. What happened? I'm saying the old guard was TSM. Cloud nine TL. Yeah. Now it's EG one hundred T and whatever team who's the better for third. Do you think now it's just things have just shifted and players are just It's a combination of two things. I think orgs like Cloud Nine and TSM didn't really make good decisions this year in terms of roster building. I mean, you know, their their level of play has definitely shown that. You know, I think that their level of play has been also shown by the players they picked up. And the other orgs, like Evil Geniuses and 100 Thieves, they were always on the cusp of being at this level anyway. You just needed a few more pieces together for it to work. You know, that's just me personally. Uh, I don't know how much I missed from, I think, Crash randomly. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Price Stalker thing, I mean, I I agree that he wasn't working and what the team needed, but, I mean, I don't think River, River is the answer either. I think they're kind of the same players different champion pulls i honestly would have like had them both screaming out in my opinion before deciding but all right so that is gonna pretty much conclude our discussion on the standings i do think 100 thieves have the potential to end up first place depending on if eg lose more of their games so we're gonna do our, our, our predictions uh flyquest versus cloud this is actually gonna be one of those matches that cloud nine need to actually win if they want to get further into the standings because right now FlyQuest are better in the standings than, than them right now. They've won more games than yeah, them. Cloud9 needs fourth if they want to avoid lower bracket. Because in the lower black bracket, if you get seventh and eighth in the split, you get one I shot. I mean, they're better than Team Liquid. I just don't know if they'll end up higher than them. So right here, you have some pretty key marquee like matchups. C9, FlyQuest, that's pretty interesting. TL versus TSM, that should be a better rivalry matchup, but we'll see how that goes. Then you also have on Sunday... Uh, TSM and Golden Guardians is actually pretty interesting considering these teams are kind of not wanting to be in that 7-8 to eight spot. So a win against either is going to be very crucial. Team Liquid versus Cloud9, another good match. So we have some pretty interesting matches for this week. Now, all right, Saturday, I want C9 to win. But will they beat FlyQuest? No. No. But if I predict for them, that means God will make it happen, right? Yeah. No, I want to see 100 Thieves versus the Morals and have Kenby fuck his old team. Yeah, like, that's the thing. FlyQuest, if they keep up this level of performance, it, getting them is not a free win in playoffs, actually. Sorry, Carl, I'm going off. Uh, I mean, you want me to go first then? Okay. Yeah. Uh, FlyQuest, 100 Thieves, Team Liquid, uh, CLG, and... EG the next week. Uh, let's see. Mm. Go TSM, uh, EG, Cloud9, 100 Thieves, 
and dig. Uh, you want me to go? Or, or? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go by. I'm going to say from one C900 TL. Golden Guardians, EG. And then TSM, EG, C9, 100, CLG. I'm just saying, this is the week where, honestly, a, predicting a bunch of upsets wouldn't be too out there with like what the matchups are. It would be yeah. kind of logical to an extent. Like, right now, hey, I want C9 to win against FlyQuest, but right now FlyQuest are, are just playing a bit better. So, sorry. I'll go FlyQuest, 100 Thieves, Team Liquid, CLG, EG, Sunday, Golden Guardians. And remember, they're trying out a new player. Yeah. Also, and then I, EG versus FlyQuest is also pretty spicy, too. If FlyQuest can actually go a 2-0 this week, that looks very good for them because they'll be at, what, 9-4? and four, And yeah. EG would have potentially lost in their game, so that knocks them down a peg to be tied with... Hundred these actually almost hmm. spicy week we got here. Uh, let's see what if it FlyQuest or EG? Yeah, I was on uh, FlyQuest. I think FlyQuest potentially get a two zero. I mean, I want Cloud Knight to win, but you know, I think FlyQuest have a two zero week on their hands. Honestly, given how both teams are really shaky, I'm pretty sure Cloud Nine take takes it this time around. Yeah, no, Cloud Nine will take it. I mean, they should have won the last time. It's just that fucking bot lane. Then IMT versus Hunter Thieves. Hunter Thieves will probably def, def, def beat the shit yeah. out of them this time. So you predicted FlyQuest or EG? FlyQuest, actually. Okay. I mean, I'm then thinking of going there. Well, see. that pretty much wraps it up for this week's episode, honestly, unless you guys want to go over one of the games. Uh, what game? Say, out to my, guys. my predictions people shout on and they looked bad at the start, but I mean, now, I mean, what CLG is doing great right now. Uh, I mean,. I mean it, Immortals so, is make, gonna probably make playoffs now. A hundred thieves looking like it will end up first in the standings if mm-hmm. you know FlyQuest upsets EG. I mean, hey, uh, we're getting there. Sean, Sean got lucky. <sighs> we, I, I mean, this is the thing sometimes, like, you know, how, how you predict a team to do well and they don't do well until that following split. That always happens for some reason. Yes, that happens with me every year. I predict a team like CLG to do that and then. They still end up like where I kind of, but I, I thought they would surprise people and end up being very good. But then it's always the fucking next split where then they do that. It's every fucking time. And I honestly never thought Dokla was that bad when he was on Optic. I'm surprised he didn't get it, got a chance this late, a second chance. This was IMT versus TSM? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I clicked on another game, but sure. So this game. Like, Revenge just definitely took it to Seoul. Like, uh, and not a lot of people are going, like, Revenge is so good. It's like, I don't, I don't know about it, that. Yeah, it's just like the Palafox when he played, he, he plays good, he plays great on Azir, but that's it. So then when he gets he an Azir. one good game this whole year. No, no, that no, was he always, insane right there. Yeah, he always plays good on Azir. So when he plays that, like, this week, they're like, oh, Palafox is amazing. Palafaker, it's like, no. It's like, why would they even clump right here? No one, Aatrox could just hit them right there with his third Q. No, 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 man. Revenge is just too good. He's the new to shy. Hell yeah. Oh, oh, f- oh, fuck off. 
oh, fuck out of here. No, this is oh. like when fucking Bjergsen got player of the week just because the 100 Thieves roster with Rioma literally just ran under his Azir turret and he got like 10 kills from it in the game. <laughs> and then he backdoored like, no, oh, he, the team he faced him was his shit. God. This was the match of the week right here. Sorry, guys. Vin Diesel. Oh, was that wind there? Damn. Yeah, I had to turn my fan back on because my computer was overheating. That was part of the reason, so uh, it might be harder to hear me again. Oh, no, you're fine. It's just fucking... I mean, when I turned it off but before I came back, I mean, did you hear me better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so it's the fucking fan. I mean, it's yeah, too the... fucking hot. Good guy, what are these car alarms, dude? <laughs> oh, it was a car alarm. It sounded like fucking wind. in the <laughs> God, dude, holy shit. All right, match of the week... EG versus 100 Thieves is a rematch of the LCS 2022 Spring Split Finals. EG got the better of 100 Thieves previously in the split, but this time around, it was all Abadaga on Azir. Faker Dage? Yeah, again, him and Contracts are in the running for most improved. Yeah, Abadaga definitely played really well this game. Uh, there were so many threats on the 100 Thieves composition. You have Viego all in the Azir poke. You have your Zeri poke, your Renata uh, ultimate, but the hundred and EG's comp, I, I I understood what they were trying to do with it. I don't think they were, they played it out very fine. And Jojo Pion definitely had a really suspect game on Ari. Like Jojo Pion has had a lot of suspect games recently. And no one points out they're like, no, Jojo Pion is crap. Sure, yeah, no, they they always give him free passes like Bjergsen. Like no, he's good. <laughs> and again, you people are idiots saying he wouldn't improve, but I mean, he's still he's still not amazing or anything yet, and never has. This like right here was so good right here. And this was, like, uh, I, I, I've i always thought 100 Thieves had the better players in certain key positions, you know? But him getting this the quadricure right there was honestly super great. That, that kiting back was great. He almost got a pentacle right there, actually. Yeah. And after you have, he was honestly having the game of his life. At a certain point, he was two items ahead, like an item ahead, item and a half ahead of Jojo Peon. He had 300 CS at a certain point, too. Like, that was disgusting uh, to see. I just do not understand why teams pick. Good job. Power. That was a great dive. What is this dive? Good job. Jesus. That, fuck. Remember, that's our best team right there. But, but our it's best like, team wh why, does, like why do teams keep opting into, like, Ari and Kaisa in these comps out of old things? Like, it's actually going to do well. Uh, because they want to prepare for, like, they're preparing for Worlds. Jesus. <laughs> this is like fucking when Flash. Remember that year at MSI when Team Liquid made finals in G2 won and Flash was in the group, and in their very first game against, like, IG or something, they picked uh, a, a comp that was literally from, like, 2018 with Kaisa and everything that was out of the meta, and then everybody was just like, what the fuck's going on, and then they got stomped. <laughs> huh. This but is yeah. like that. Well, uh, but yeah, this was the match of the week, and this was pretty, pretty, pretty stompish. I mean, yikes. Like, but I wouldn't go so hard on EG like some people were. I mean, th these games are going to happen to BO1. And that's the problem with BO1s is Warren brought up is like, if this was a BO3, how would EG adapt to them, actually? You know? Because that happens a lot, too. But we'll never know until we have playoffs. And playoffs for the summer of LCS is just very, very intense and grueling. So, yep, that yeah, is going to... It, it makes you lose faith in your region. Very grueling. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that is pretty much it um i'll have, I'll have to check out my, my schedule i'm pretty sure there's no big hollywood blockbuster films coming out next 
week. So and, uh, again, the fucking A24 film that got a hundred percent. It was at my theater for like the 20th when the day it was released. And I'm like, okay. Then the day I was about to buy a ticket and see, they removed it from my theater just uh, before it released. And they haven't put it out since. And it's coming out digitally on the first. So I guess I'm not going to see it in theaters. So other than that, yeah, there's like nothing else as of recently that's coming out for Hollywood films. But, uh, I mean, there's tons of films you should see that came out this year, though, that you haven't yet. Uh, I, I'm ready to watch uh, more Shark movies, actually, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, one was Shark. Like, you didn't do a screen for Shark Week or anything, did you? Or yeah. is it not there yet? We got to do a Shark Attack podcast for it. I have to watch the Shark Week um, 2022 stuff. So far, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make videos on it. I, I, I don't think it's on YouTube yet, either, because I wanted to do I'm not watch it, but, you know, pick out certain points of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, sorry, but it's like that that fucking, uh, you remember the clutch game in versus TSM regional finals? Jesus, it's like, listen, it was a great moment for clutch gaming and everything, but that just made me like want to commit suicide after watching that, realizing how bad our region was. Like, you know, that la- like that Baron fight in game five, Hooney on Aurelia whiffed his ult, got no people. DeMonte on Kiana with his alt got no fucking people. And same thing with their support and their jungler, uh, at, like on Jarvan and shit with uh, fucking Lyra. Mm. All right? They, like, four out of five alts with got no members at TSM who are full health. They could, they, all right? So you're like, okay, TSM's going to mop them up 5-0. Uh, that, you know, Kogma, Cody Sun just kills all five of them 5-0. You, you just let that sink in. That that's how bad the region was in like 2019. Oh, God. Well, huh, I enjoy watching LCS. It's about how shitty it is sometimes. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the show tonight. You know, L L E C show, LCS show. Astralis is still yeah. bad. So mm-hmm. is SK yeah, Gaming. but no, I, I was just bringing oh, up because fuck off. I, I was just bringing up that series, man, because I'm pretty sure that's what made them get rid of the regional finals. They're like, holy shit, what is this fucking Listen, shit show? Man, Astralis and SK make playoffs, you can suck my dick. If SK what? Gaming and Astralis make finals, I'm throwing my chair at a window. Okay, SK Gaming is not going to do shit. All right, now Astralis, Listen, Astralis should be... Uh, Listen, MSK is like over-exaggerating. They're not good still, obviously, at all. But, I mean, they're... they're definitely trash. But but they're, pl- they're playoff-worthy over some of the other garbage teams in LEC. And they right. have their moments. I mean, again, Digitalski is trash out there. They so, off again. quick... Right, really, really, really quick question before you end the stream, MSK. Yeah, so, I hate you, actually, more. Well, you're stupid. Um... <laughs> So, with the extra slot that they got, right, who do you think mm-hmm. will get in LEC? Wait, wait, they already announced it. Oh, no, oh you, you're talking in terms of teams of going to Worlds. Oh, right? the, oh uh, the Worlds thing. Fuck, oh. dude. I, I think – I'm not even confident Fnatic goes anymore, dude. Fnatic have looked really, really fucking yeah, bad, no, I'm not confident. Um, I think it will be G2. Rogue, Excel. Rogue. Uh, mm, Excel's been on the decline. No, were you on drugs? They were top, and now they're middle of the pack right now. The third place. What are you talking about? Oh, no, I might be kidding. The third place right now. It's yeah, like yeah. Playing very yeah well. they, but they, but they've only been one and three the last two weeks. Well, they went two and two. They lost two well, games, and this week they won see. two games. 
Right. Hold on, I need I need to pull up like the standings. I mean, again. if XL can keep up their form, I would say they're gonna be there. But I don't want Team Vitality going. Yeah, no, that definitely not. But I mean, I think it'll be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Mad Lions, Rogue, G two, and SK. No, fuck off. I mean, again, honestly, uh, if I mean, SK. I, would I would obviously say XL, but if they fall, if they keep falling off a bit, honestly, uh, I mean, maybe SK. Misfits could get in there. Hey, yeah, imagine <laughs> if Misfits made it to Worlds. Imagine if Astralis makes it to Worlds. If Astralis yeah. makes it to Worlds, I'm gonna fucking cut my dick off. Ah, uh, make sure you record it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I, I made like that joke and a legit bet with many things that I know for sure will never happen, but that one actually has a possibility because it's a shit show for that fourth spot, so I'm not actually doing that bet there. Or it'll yeah. be like some BME fucking paint Olympics type shit. Jesus Christ. Like, this is my thing. I, I just don't want Team Vitality or Misfits going. I would rather if it's if XL or Fnatic go. I, if Fnatic get their shit together, I would love if they go. But Fnatic right now dude have looked really bad. Like Excel have looked pretty solid. I mean, honestly, despite people still kind of like not giving them the credit they deserve, you know, they've been pretty much an underdog in a lot of like even analyst predictions too, you know. But I just wouldn't yeah. want Team Vitality going. That's just that that's that's uh, that's yeah. an instant fucking. That, that, that would just out. be the that would just be depressing, but mm-hmm. to watch. But I mean uh, okay, there are two things I, I don't know if you covered them while I was gone. I don't know if you covered anything while I was gone. Like I quite a bit. Out, but uh, oh, you did. Okay, well, I mean, did you talk about limit? Limit. Oh, the limit uh thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah we forgot that yesterday. But basically, guys, um, limit is coming back into play for Eridote. Eridote requested to just kind of take some time off because you know probably being on a tenth place team as bad as Team BDS is pretty mentally straining, honestly. Yeah, and we'll just ruin your career. That limit's already done, so hey. But also, second thing, uh, so Neo, I believe, is coming back in over Spawn after week one, unless the unless the roster sources are wrong. But I mean, how did you think Spawn played? Because honestly, thought he played pretty solid. But I mean, do you think he's LCS potential? Who? Spawn. Oh, no, dig. Him and Instinct don't look bad, actually. I just wish they weren't in the situations that they are, they are in. Like, like I think Again. from the games I've seen from him, he's looked pretty okay. Honestly, well, what I don't understand though is the casters being like he developed. Now he's he's now ready for LCS. Like, guys, he did not improve at all from like the two years he was fucking stuck in Academy Hell on Dig, uh, on Dig Academy and shit, and with like all those veterans like Phoenix. All right, he was literally like twenty two or twenty three when he came in. And he was that good to begin with, mm-hmm. right? He was just like, like, and now he's like 24, 25. What do you mean? Oh, this young potential guy. He's ready now. He's fucking old, all right? And he was, he did not improve. He was already that good. Like, what are you talking about? These casters. This is like when they called Diamond an up-and-coming young prospect from Cloud9 Academy, even though he was playing since like 2011. And he was like 26 when he was on fly. <laughs> I remember, remember when SK Gaming had a player, uh, remember Warlib and Sakurai, and they did so bad, we've never seen them ever again. What happened to Sakurai? What has he been doing? I, I don't know. Uh, but, he's uh, in uh, ERLs. Warlib is a streamer. 
On he has like he has a Latin America like he gets like ten k. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, SK yeah. ruined him. That's what happened. No, yeah, SK SK is making freaking worlds. Okay, thank you. Yeah, hey, we're, I mean, oh we're sorry, right. Mad Lions G two XL and Rogue. Should be yeah, the why didn't you say go. fucking mad? You dumb fuck. I forgot. I'm I'm I've had so much sex earlier that literally. Uh huh. So mad. Yeah, yeah, you want me to tell you the story, Warren, on his stream with his friend? Goodbye, everyone. Peace. (laughs) See you guys next time.